Welcome to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 229 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we are reading 2 Chronicles 18 through 20, as well as Psalm 75. Let's just jump right in. Now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance, and he made an alliance with Ahab through marriage. Then after some years, he went down to visit Ahab in Samaria. Ahab sacrificed many sheep, goats, and cattle for him and for the people who were with him. Then he persuaded him to attack Ramoth-Gilead. For Israel's king Ahab asked Judah's king Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to Ramoth-Gilead? He replied to him, I am as you are, my people, as your people. We will be with you in the battle. But Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, First, please speak or please ask what the Lord's will is. So Jehoshaphat was like, We're going to seek the Lord. Um, Ahab, well, if you've been paying attention when we went through Samuel and uh, Kings and all of that, Ahab. So the king of Israel gathered the prophets, 400 men, and asked them, should we go to Ramoth Gilead or should I refrain? They replied, march up and God will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat asked, isn't there a prophet of the Lord here anymore? Let's ask him. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, there is still one man who can inquire of the Lord, but I hate him because he never prophesies good about me. Like, wake up, dude. Um, but only disaster. He is Micaiah, son of Imla. The king shouldn't say that, Jehoshaphat replied. So the king of Israel called an officer and said, hurry and get Micaiah, son of Imla. Now the king of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah, clothed in royal attire, were each sitting on his throne. They were sitting on the threshing floor at the entrance to the Samaria's gate. And all the prophets were prophesying in front of them. Then Zedekiah, son of Canina, made iron horns and said, This is what the Lord says. You will gore the Arameans with these until they are finished off. And all the prophets were prophesying the same, saying, March up to Ramoth Gilead and succeed, for the Lord will hand it over to the king. The messenger who went to call Micaiah instructed him, Look, the words of the prophets are unanimously favorable for the king. So let your words be like theirs and speak favorably. But Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, I will say whatever my God says. So he went to the king and the king asked him, Micaiah, should we go to Ramoth Gilead for war or should I refrain? Micaiah said, march up and succeed. They will be handed over to you. But the king said to him, how many times must I make you swear not to tell me anything but the truth in the name of the Lord? So Micaiah said, I saw all Israel scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said, they have no master. Let each return home in peace. So the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, didn't I tell you he never prophesies good about me, but only disaster? Then Micaiah said, therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and the whole heavenly army was standing at his right hand and at his left hand. And the Lord said, who will entice King Ahab of Israel to march up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? So one was saying this and another was saying that. Then a spirit came forward, stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. The Lord asked him how. So he said, I will go and become a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. Then he said, you will entice him and also prevail. Go and do that. Now you see the Lord has put a lying spirit into the mouth of these prophets of yours, and the Lord has pronounced disaster against you. Then Zedekiah, son of Canaan, came up, hit Micaiah on the cheek and demanded, which way did the spirit from the Lord lead me to speak to you? Micaiah replied, you will soon see when you go to hide in an inner chamber on that day. Then the king of Israel ordered, take Micaiah and return him to Ammon, 
the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say, this is what the king says, put this guy in prison and feed him only a little bread and water until I come back safely. But Micaiah said, if you never return safely, the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he said, listen, all you people. Then the king of Israel and Judah's king Jehoshaphat went up to Ramoth Gilead. But the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and go into battle, but you wear your royal attire. So the king of Israel disguised himself and went into the battle. Now the king of Aram had ordered the chariot commanders, do not fight with anyone at all except the king of Israel. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they shouted, he must be the king of Israel. So they turned to attack him, but Jehoshaphat cried out and the Lord helped him. God drew them away from him. When the chariot commanders saw that he was not the king of Israel, they turned back from pursuing him. But a man drew his bow without taking special aim and struck the king of Israel through the joints of his armor. So he said to the charioteer, turn around and take me out of the battle for I am badly wounded. The battle raged throughout that day and the king of Israel propped himself up in his chariot facing the Arameans until evening. Then he died at sunset. King Jehoshaphat of Judah returned to his home in Jerusalem in peace. Then Jehu, son of Seir, Hanani, went out to confront him and said to King Jehoshaphat, Do you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, the Lord's wrath is on you. However, some good is found in you, for you have eradicated the Asherah poles from the land and have decided to seek God. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem, and once he again he went out among the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim and brought him, them back to the Lord, the God of their ancestors. He appointed judges in all the fortified cities of the land of Judah, city by city. Then he said to the judges, Consider what you are doing, for you do not judge for a mere mortal, but for the Lord who is with you in the matter of judgment. And now may the terror of the Lord be on you. Watch what you do. There is no injustice or partiality or taking bribes with the Lord our God. Jehoshaphat also appointed in Jerusalem some of the Levites and priests and some of the Israelite family heads for deciding the Lord's will and for settling disputes of the residents of Jerusalem. He commanded them saying, in the fear of the Lord with integrity and wholeheartedly, you are to do the following. For every dispute that comes to you from your brothers who dwell in their cities, whether it regards differences of blood guilt, law, commandment, statutes, or judgments, you are to warn them. So they will not incur guilt before the Lord and wrath will not come on you and your brothers. Do this and you will not incur guilt. Note that Amariah, the chief priest, is over you in all matters related to the Lord, and Zebediah, son of Ishmael, the ruler of the house of Judah, in all matters related to the king, and the Levites are officers in your presence. Be strong. May the Lord be with those who do what is good. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, together with some of the Munites, came to fight against Jehoshaphat. People came and told Jehoshaphat a vast number from beyond the Dead Sea and from Edom has come to fight against you. They are already in Hazazon Tamer, that is, in Gedi. Jehoshaphat was afraid, and he resolved to seek the Lord. Then he proclaimed a fast for all Judah, who gathered to seek the Lord. They even came from all the cities of Judah to seek him. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah in Jerusalem, in the Lord's temple before the new courtyard. He said, Lord, God of our ancestors, are you not the God who is in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand, and no one can stand against you. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and who gave it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in the land and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name and have said, if disaster comes on us, sword or judgment, pestilence or famine, we will stand before this temple and before you for your name is in this temple. We will cry out to you because of our distress and you will hear and deliver. Now here are the Ammonites, Moabites and the inhabitants of Mount Seir. 
You did not let Israel invade them when Israel came out of the land of Egypt, but Israel turned away from them and did not destroy them. Look how they repay us by coming to drive us out of your possession that you gave us as an inheritance. Our God will not judge them, for we are powerless before this vast number that comes to fight against us. We do not know what to do, but we look to you. All Judah was standing before the Lord with their dependents, their wives, and their great and their children. In the middle of the congregation, the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jeel, son of Madaniah, a Levite from Asaph's descendants. He said, listen carefully, all Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast number, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. You will see them coming up the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeruel. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourselves and stand still. See the salvation of the Lord. He is with you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid or discouraged. Tomorrow, go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. Then Jehoshaphat knelt low with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord to worship him. Then the Levites from the sons of the Kohathites and Korathites, from the Kohathites and Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel, shouting loudly. In the morning, they got up early and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. As they were about to go out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe in his prophets, and you will succeed. Then he consulted with the people and appointed some to sing for the Lord and some to praise the splendor of his holiness. When they went out in front of the armed forces, they kept singing, give thanks to the Lord for his faithful love endures forever. That's how they went out to battle, went out declaring the goodness and faithfulness of God. The moment they began their shouts and praises, the Lord set an ambush against the Ammonites, Moabites, and the inhabitants of Mount Seir who came to fight against Judah. They were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites turned against the inhabitants of Mount Seir and completely annihilated them. When they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped destroy each other. When Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked for the large army, but there were only corpses lying on the ground. Nobody had escaped. Then Jehoshaphat and his people went to gather the plunder. They found among them an abundance of goods on the bodies and valuable items. So they stripped them until nobody could carry any more. They were gathering the plunder for three days because there was so much. They assembled in the valley of Baraka on the fourth day, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, that place is still called the valley of Baraka today. Then all the men of Judah and Jerusalem turned back with Jehoshaphat, their leader, returning joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord enabled them to rejoice over their enemies. So they came into Jerusalem to the Lord's temple with harps, lyres, and trumpets. The terror of God was on all the kingdoms of the lands when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. Then Jehoshaphat... Then Jehoshaphat's kingdom was quiet, for his God gave him rest on every side. Jehoshaphat became king over Judah. He was 35 years old when he became king and reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Azubah, daughter of Shele. He walked in the ways of Asa, his father. He did not turn away from it, but did what was right in the Lord's sight. However, the high places were not taken away. The people had not yet set their hearts on the God of their ancestors. The rest of the events of Jehoshaphat's reign from beginning to end are written in the events of Jehu, son of Hanani, which is recorded in the book of Israel's kings. After this, Judah's king Jehoshaphat made an alliance with Israel's king Ahaziah, who was guilty of wrongdoing. Jehoshaphat formed an alliance with him to make ships go to Tarshish, and they made the ships in Ezion Geber. Then Eliezer, son of Dadavahu of Merishah, prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, 
because you formed an alliance with Ahaziah, the Lord has broken up what you have made. So the ships were wrecked and were not able to go to Tarshish. And now for Psalm 75. We give thanks to you, God. We give thanks to you for your name is near. People tell about your wondrous works. When I choose a time, I will judge fairly. When the earth and all its inhabitants shake, I am the one who steadies its pillars. Selah. Do not boast, and to the wicked do not lift up your horn. Do not lift up your horn against heaven or speak arrogantly. Exaltation does not come from the east, the west, or the desert, for God is the judge. He brings down one and exalts another, for there is a cup in the Lord's hand full of wine blended with spices, and he pours from it all the wicked of the earth will drink, draining it to the dregs. As for me, I will tell about him forever. I will sing praise to the God of Jacob. I will cut off all the horns of the wicked, but the horns of the righteous will be lifted up. That's it for today. Come back tomorrow for day 230 of reading the Bible together. See you then.